Hello, everyone, and welcome to Monster Movie Funtime Go. Hi, everyone. I'm, Pre- <laughs> I'm Precious D. And I'm Honey B. Uh, today we have The Beast of Hollow Mountain, and I'm so sorry. Fart noise. That's all um, I have to say. Well, it may not surprise you to learn this movie was featured on Mystery Science Theater 3000. Uh-huh. On uh, one of the two most recent seasons. No surprise there. It will not be the last movie that we see <laughs> that's been on there. <laughs> but it is the first. It is also our first uh, true color movie. Indeed. As opposed to the uh, colored in one. <laughs> yeah, you could definitely tell when when we first saw the one that was colored in, I couldn't tell until you said something. But this oh. movie, then then watching this movie was like, oh yeah, I could definitely tell that the other one was just like the few colors. Yeah, it's in color, so it's got that going for it. Yeah, that's it, and we're done here. <laughs> just kidding. And that is about it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh my god. Okay, so this is from 1956. As I said, color 79 minutes. Directed by Edward Nassour, and it appears they pulled a Dracula on this one and filmed a Spanish-language version at the same time. Directed by Ismael Rodriguez. This is based on a story by Willis O'Brien, who we know as the special effects guy from King Kong and Son of Kong. But he did not actually work on it. Weird. Yeah. This same premise will be filmed... Years later, in 1969, under the title The Valley of Gwangi, and that is also credited as, you know, from this same story by Willis O'Brien, and that one is a Ray Harryhausen joint. So once again, Willis does not actually work on it. He hasn't (laughs) died at this point. I'm not sure why he ended up not doing it. There seems to be no record of why he didn't do it weird it was he just inspired people yes yes he just had the idea of cowboys versus dinosaurs basically (laughs) so the effects were actually by jack rabin henry sharp and lewis dewitt i don't have a budget i don't have a box office featured monster is a tyrannosaurus rex 40 feet apparently i got a death count of like two yeah And uh, I'm going to give it a racism factor of two. Okay. Based on our lead woman being played by Patricia Medina, a British person pretending to be Mexican. (laughs) It's called acting. (laughs) Is that what it is? (laughs) It's not called brown face because that's what I call it. Brown face. (laughs) And also the uh, portrayal of... Poncho, I found a little stereotype. It was was rough. The actor did a fine job, but it's a stereotype and I didn't care for it. Yeah, I agree. I also didn't care for it. And also, I wrote down several times, like, why is Poncho screaming? (laughs) Just say the line, quit screaming everything. 
Now, while I, while I didn't care for it, I did end up having some sympathy for his character yeah. uh, and his whole situation. Mm-hmm. But we can uh, get to that in a minute. So, yes, of we course. got Pat- Patricia Medina as a uh, Mexican lady. Guy Madsen as a white guy living in Mexico. The and American. Carlos Privas, also known as Oscar Weber. What? He's half German and half Mexican. So depending on the movie, he changes his uh, name? I think so. Also known as Oscar von Weber, if Weber isn't German enough for you. Oh. Or, or Carl Weber, if you just want a hint of German. <laughs> okay. We'll see him again in Black Scorpion. Oh. This is the first dinosaur and cowboy movie, I am told. I guess that, I mean, there's at least one more. The Valley of... Uh, Guanji. And I think there is a more recent low budget thing called like Cowboys versus Dinosaurs. And there might be more that I am unaware. Well, it would be great if there was any fucking dinosaur in the movie. (laughs) Yeah. 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 That's. um, What the hell? Takes a while to get to the beast. So once again, we have a beast that uh, they're trying to hide what it is. They don't tell us right up front. Which at first I was excited about because I had no idea what it was going to be. And I was like, I liked that idea of like, ooh, I don't know. What is it? I had no clue. See, I had seen it on Mr. Science Theater, so I already knew. Right. Yeah, that's that's fun that you didn't know. Yeah, I was like excited (laughs) that I didn't know. But eventually I was like, I don't give a shit what it is. I hope. Like, just end this freaking movie. What is it? (laughs) Uh, Like, I don't even care anymore. I don't even want to see the beast. Wow. He's not (laughs) even a problem. Like, what is this? Well, let's get into it. This is filmed in Cinemascope. So, very impressive at the time, I guess. We start off with uh, three horsemen riding along and a important-sounding narrator telling us that we are deep in the backcountry of Mexico. And he talks a little bit about Hollow Mountain and the swamp and evil and legends that in times of drought, the beast Village. appears and the camera focuses in on, on a cow skull. Dun, dun, dun. And the, the cowboys are doing some tracking. It looks like I think they're looking for their missing cows. And they see signs, mm-hmm. of, yeah. big, they see signs of a big struggle and some tracks. And uh, they talk about the shadow of that cursed mountain. One of the guys that uh, I think disappears later. Because mm-hmm. he quits, not because he gets eaten. Because <laughs> uh, no one fucking gets eaten in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> they separate and there's some kind of a weird howl, which I guess is the beast. Yeah, it but sounds that... like a whale sound. Yeah. Yeah, well, I guess they didn't want to give away at this stage. What the beast what it, was. What it was. Yeah. One of the stereotypical uh, dinosaur growl or roar. And then we have uh, Felipe Quicksand. I just want to say, uh, Felipe, who calls is like it has to be the American guy, says Felipe. Oh, does he? <laughs> the whole movie. Felipe. Felipe. <laughs> oh, uh, yes. Phil. Hey, Phil. Hey, Phil. How you doing, Hi. Phil? Working hard or hardly working? <laughs> so Felipe falls in the quicksand. He tries to lasso a rock to get out, and the lasso swips. And then it's Jimmy to the rescue. Jimmy Cowboy is on, shit. 
Jimmy's our uh, white guy. He and Felipe uh, apparently own this ranch together. They're old friends that came down here from the States to open this ranch. And uh, the third guy says, the holy hand of the good God saved you because, you know, he's Mexican and superstitious. <laughs> and Felipe's like, give Jimmy's uh, lasso some credit, will you? <laughs> they find a dead cow in the quicksand and they think that it was forced into the quicksand to hide that the cattle are actually being stolen to make mm -hmm. it look like, oh, all those missing cattle fell in the quicksand. That's your problem when someone right. else is actually stealing them. And uh, Jimmy suspects Enrique Rios. I don't think we ever get direct confirmation that Enrique is actually stealing the cows. No. No, I I don't I don't think so. I I was under the impression that the beast was stealing the cows. <laughs> yes, yes. He suspects Enrique, but the the beast is eating the cows. Okay. Uh, Enrique's Enrique's no good, but he's not a straight up cattle rustler. Yeah. He's just he's just an asshole. Yeah. And then we cut to them riding into town and some kids with uh Chekhov's firecrackers. They're shooting off some firecrackers, and we get a very quick payoff on those firecrackers. They are not, they are Chekhov's firecrackers. They're not there for no good reason. Uh, Panchito, a young boy, is waiting for his drunk, grieving father, and it's all a big fat joke. Mm -hmm. This guy's wife died, and it has driven him to alcoholism, but it's all played for humor. Yeah, Which, it really uh, sucks. <laughs> but dad comes out of the bar and explains this to us about how he's, oh, I drink because I miss your mother, and starts to get on the horse, and then the firecrackers scare the horse, and he gets dragged off. And once again, Jimmy to the rescue. Cowboy shit. Yep. He uh, stops the horse and saves Pancho. So the, the father and son are Pancho and Panchito. Panchito collectively the ponchos the po <laughs> yeah, so at one point somebody calls them the ponchos yeah yeah totally i also want to say here um i had this kitchen manager who used to call me esperancita and <laughs> <laughs> and this ponchito kind of like it reminds me of that like little poncho you know little yes. hope esperancita <laughs> so cute anyways keep going <laughs> uh, so the uh, acalde's daughter sarita our uh, british woman Acting, mm -hmm. acting comes and uh, chastises uh, Poncho. Uh, apparently, he works for her. So uh, Jimmy goes to talk to Don Pedro about his cattle missing three times in the last month. That cattle have been missing or stolen, and something about Don Enrique. Scribble, scribble, Don Enrique. <laughs> I have the next note. I have is. This lady and the cowboy must be lovers, according to background music. It <laughs> <laughs> uh, does head in that direction. Yes. <laughs> oh, also, I wanted to say that the the actress who plays the leading lady, she's like Bar like a Barbie doll from the eighties. Do you remember the Barbie dolls with like the like line eyebrows and the like? She she had the perfect hair and everything. I am not kidding you. She looks like a life-size Barbie doll from the 80s. I do not. The 80s was not my Barbie period. Well, I wasn't even alive in the my, 80s, but I just remember seeing that. My Barbie period was the uh, late 90s, early 2000s. Same. Definitely. I, I used to... 
<laughs> I used to have a Barbie collection because I went to the movie Tank Girl and I wanted an action yeah. figure. But judging from the lack of other people in the audience, I figured there would not be a Tank Girl action figure. So I bought a bar <laughs> I bought a Barbie doll and created a Tank Girl action figure. Fuck yeah, you did. And then I said, that was fun. What else can I turn Barbie into? <laughs> So I made a uh, Barbie the Barbarian and a Cyborg Barbie and a Barbie the Vampire Slayer and Barbie, yes. Barbie the Slain Vampire. <laughs> and she <laughs> drilled a hole in her chest and hammered a matchstick stake into it. Oh my gosh, what happened to all of these? And the, they all got stolen. That is another long story we won't go into today. Oh no. Not them specifically, a whole truck full of stuff got stolen and then that led to oh there's a star trek barbie i gotta buy that uh, oh there's oh. a supergirl barbie i gotta buy that so i first it was <laughs> buying cheap ones to modify and then it was buying collectible ones that were in my wheelhouse in one way or oh that is amazing but um as of this recording i think i may be two or three barbies now yeah <laughs> uh, superman related one Anyway, Don, uh, Don Pedro tells, talks about when the drought shrinks the swamp, there are these strange tales. And then Don Enrique comes in hot, just acting like an asshole and mm -hmm. complaining that Jimmy is undercutting everyone's prices. And he says, I sell at the government price uh, and something about a black market. I don't know what's going on here economically about, mm -hmm. a, gov about a government price. Because later on, he talks about somebody giving him a good price. And I'm like, well, does the government set the price or do you negotiate it? What is the deal? How does this work? <laughs> yeah. And why, why would a black market cost more? Right. I don't, I don't understand. Uh, black market costs more for things that are illegal, can't get, but not for something that the government has mandated a certain price. It's weird. But then we cut to the next morning and Jimmy gets up and everybody but Felipe has quit. But the ponchos are there. Uh -huh. and they have shown up and have just started working. And we find out that uh, Panchito is seven and that Poncho swears to never drink again. Uh -huh. And, and uh, Poncho tells him that the other guys, they were there when the other guys left and they indicated that somebody... Both they were scared of the beast or whatever, but also uh -huh. somebody somebody paid them to quit. Yeah. Which is Don Enrique paid them to quit. Uh, of course. He just seems really angry, not just the as a competitor, but that it's a American guy. Yeah. And yeah. And and I mean, you know, he uh, well, he does give his lady some eyeballs. He does, but he seems mad about the guy before any of that happens. Unless there's been earlier stuff that we're not aware of. Yeah. But they just seem to be getting friendly during the course of the movie. So Enrique is just already mad. Mm -hmm. Which, you know, that's a good way to hold on to your woman is just get mad about everything she does and everybody she talks to. Throw a fit. <laughs> <laughs> and Sarita shows up looking for the ponchos because they apparently did not give their two weeks notice. Yeah. She thinks, and she thinks Jimmy is just stolen her workers but she also feels like a responsibility for them too she does say that she um feels a responsibility for panchito since his mom died and stuff yes. earlier in the films so she goes and finds jimmy and ex 
apologizes and explains and tries to and tries to smooth things over between him and Enrique tries to and we find out that they're going to get married in two weeks she and Enrique are going to get married in two weeks mm-hmm. but she tries to assure us and him that Enrique is not all that bad but he is he's just pure shit yeah yeah and Jimmy says a line that I thought was hilarious I'll walk you to your horse yeah <laughs> I have it written down too. I walk you to your horse. <laughs> That's so funny. But when they get there, the horse is gone. Yeah, and even funnier, like she's like, "No, that horse is always running away." Yep. yep. <laughs> I also wrote that down. She's always running away. Yeah. The worst. My horse is the worst. So we're gonna have to ride into town together, uh-huh. which causes a great big fight because Enrique sees it and just assumes the worst. And starts a big fight that just freaking knocks well, over everything. Well, I mean, everything. he's ridden a horse. He he knows what's that that her little titties are on that American's back. We yeah. all know it. Oh, but right before the fight, Jimmy goes to get a message. He has a telegraph waiting for him at the telegraph office, and Enrique just slaps it out of his hand before he can even <laughs> read it. And Jimmy suggests they drop their guns and fight like real men, and we get a great big fight. Yeah, but it's so awkward. First, first before the fight. When Jimmy gets uh, what's her face off the horse, it's so Sarita. awkward. Sarita, he just holds her armpits for the longest time. <laughs> because, I'm like thinking about this. Okay, they're riding a horse in the back ass desert of Mexico. They're both wearing long sleeves. She's side saddle on this horse. She is sweaty. They're all sweaty. They have to be. And he just holds her <laughs> armpits for so long. It made me so uncomfortable. I was like, oh, God, no. <laughs> I was like, no. No. But then the fight is so bad. First, the first the line cracked me up. He says, let's see what kind of ombre you really are. That made me laugh. I really thought that was, that was hilarious. But then oh the fight God. is so weird because there's like no punching sound effects and they're not like breathing heavy, but there's like, it's like, you know, there's no fighting sounds going on. There's like complete silence between the two of them and like the punches. Uh. And then there's all kinds of noise coming from everyone like cheering and like, you know, <laughs> cheering the fight on, but like just the fighting, there's no like grunting or anything. It's just like silence, like punch, punch struggle but no fight noise it was so awkward especially because the whole time i was like i wonder if his hands smell like armpits (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry that was uh so so traumatic for you uh, well, eventually Jimmy wins this gross fight and <laughs> retrieves the telegram, which tells him that uh, price of your cattle, cattle agreeable to us, arrange cattle delivery for June 10th, Marcos Garcia. And I thought this is really bad uh, telegram composition <laughs> when you're when you're charged by the word back then you were charged by the word by the letter i think oh so you want to use you want to use short words and you want to use as few as possible could have just wrote price agreeable arranged delivery for june 10th (laughs) and he could you could even take the word four out 
<laughs> yeah, arranged delivery June 10th. Yeah. I guess this guy's got money to throw around. He's trying to show off. Mm-hmm. Guy's messaging him. And this is where I wrote down question mark, government price question mark. Because, <laughs> you know, if there's a government price, then that's the government price. And it doesn't matter if it's agreeable to you. That's the price. But I don't know how things worked in Mexico at that time. Right. So um, Don Pedro comes to see Jimmy, I guess. He's mad about the fight and is here on behalf of Enrique. He can't come in his condition. So he's been beaten so badly. He can't come talk to him personally, but he wants to buy the ranch. And Jimmy and Felipe say no. Felipe, you mean? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and uh, I wrote Enrique and Sarita. Oh, Enrique and Sarita are talking, and I think she says, if I were cheating, I'd be smarter than to do it in the middle of town. She also says, "I'm." she's she's trying to say, uh enough i can't remember what she anyways she says enough to ride me home when i think she's trying to say that he you know that jimmy gave her a ride but she says that he rides her (laughs) she she doesn't say it right so a little little freudian slip there yeah she's trying to say like he gave me a ride or whatever but she says he rode me she says enough (laughs) to ride me home when my horse ran away (laughs) okay I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, no wonder your husband's not happy about it. You should not uh, <laughs> use those words. So, but she wants him to be friends with the American. Uh, yeah. that, is not, that is not going to work out. Yeah, and if you, like, have... if you, She's so interested in the American. It's like, why, would, why are you trying to make them friends, the little weirdo? I mean, just so they don't kill each other. I guess, but she obviously, like... Wants to like sneak off with old Weto. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess so. Also, by the way, we're thirty minutes into this goddamn movie and no monster. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, but there is a something about an abandoned house and the owner disappeared when the swamp started to dry out. So there is an implied off-screen killing mm-hmm. by the beast, and there's a dead cow. And Poncho thinks they they have hidden the cattle in Hollow Mountain to find a path through the swamp. So they are still acting on a uh, rustling theory Mm -hmm. that Enrique or someone has stolen cattle and hid them in the mountain. But Poncho is ordered not to go into the swamp. But they've got they say they've got to hire men with guns and will pay double and they'll get a loan from the bank to do it Mm -hmm. based on the price they're already guaranteed for the cattle. So Jimmy and Felipe ride into town and they ride to Sarita and she says there will be no more misunderstandings, but Enrique sees them talking and gets pissed off immediately. So I think he's having a misunderstanding (laughs) or maybe he's having an exact understanding and that's why. Yeah. Yes. That's right there. (laughs) But you know, it's a, he, he let his own insecurities turn it into a self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm-hmm. If he had just been more chill the whole time, they would have just been friends and not left him behind. You think so? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, she wouldn't have been out. Look, you know, sure, she wouldn't. She wouldn't have had that wandering eye if Enrique weren't such a dick. Yeah. Uh, but in town, the guy in the shop insists on cash. He won't give Jimmy credit. It's implied that it's standard to give people credit, but he won't give Jimmy any old cash. 
And they're like, this is all the cash we have going to the bank. And they go to the bank. Mm-hmm. The bank says, no, won't give you the loan. So they're kind of screwed at this point. But Felipe, while he was in the bank, Felipe found two workers who were willing to wait for their double pay. They're willing to wait till after the cattle are sold. Yeah. But aren't the two workers, uh, uh, what's think, his face's guys, in, in yeah, Enrique's guys? Yeah, I think we, we find out a little later that they are secretly double agents. <laughs> yeah. Cattle also... industrial spies <laughs> working for Don Enrique. Like you do. Yeah. Also, um, oh, what is his name? Uh, Felipe is riding a donkey instead of a horse. Jimmy's riding a horse. And he, like, whips this donkey. It's, like, in, to, to, like, make him go, of course. And at first I was, like, eesh, because it just, like, looks horrible, like, when, you know, you're seeing someone, like, whip an animal. But then he did it again another time in the movie, and I was, like, slap that ass. <laughs> and I was, like, what is wrong with me? <laughs> this movie was so boring. I had to, like, find ways to entertain myself throughout so what was he hitting a donkey? Yes. So, so slap that ass has a double meaning. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. <laughs> yep. And we don't have time for what is wrong with you. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a long list. <laughs> we, we try to keep these podcasts at about an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, new workers are sent out. Jimmy feeds a calf and gets a note delivered to him in a very rude way mm-hmm. from Sarita. Some little kid just like what throws a rock at him or something. Yeah. And then waves a note at him. It's a note from Sarita asking him to meet her at the graveyard. Mm-hmm. So, so Sarita is a secret goth who hangs out at the graveyard. Hot. And then the, the ponchos... Uh, did I mention already that they poncho off and then we see that they have, are at the abandoned house. Right. And Pancho tells Panchito, wait here until the shadow, there's a little stick in the ground. He says, wait here till the shadow hits this rock. If I'm not back mm-hmm. by then, go tell Jimmy. I want to say here, Panchito is the best actor in this movie. Yeah. Yep, he's giving it all. Giving it 100%. H- hands down. He is the best. But he is immediately worried. But he does what mm-hmm. dad says. At the graveyard, Jimmy checks his gun in case this is a trap. Mm-hmm. And pulls his gun on Sarita. Yeah, who says, please come sit on my aunt, Maria. <laughs> yes, they're sitting on Aunt Maria's grave. It's there. It's okay. She loved me. She won't mind. <laughs> okay. And uh, she asks about the ranch and Jimmy thinks she wants to get rid of him, mm-hmm. which she does. Yeah. He gets all mad. Oh, you're trying to get rid of me too. And she's like, no, no, no. Trying to get rid of you is all. Yeah. I just Because having you of. around is uh, super fucking hard for me. Yeah. She doesn't want to end up either a widow or the wife of a murderer. So she's worried one of them is going to kill the other. But, you know, if she's really lucky, they might kill each other. It is possible. <laughs> it's possible that they could both end up dead. <laughs> so, but she's, re- she's really seems more concerned about Jimmy's well-being than Enrique's. Yeah. Well, Jimmy's then, nice to her. <laughs> that's true. But, you know, she just stays in this abusive relationship because she doesn't know any better. Like you do. Then we see Poncho in the swamp. 
And then a shadow looms over him and he screams and his hat gets left behind. We cut to Panchito waiting and the shadow hits the rock. He kicks the rock and runs, runs back. Felipe says the ponchos are back, but they're not back. Just one of them's back. Mm-hmm. Jimmy uh, tells Felipe that he's leaving. He's giving the ranch to Felipe. He's not going to sell it to Enrique. He's just going to give it to Felipe. And he's just sure that Enrique will calm the fuck down if he leaves town. Yeah. I guess the ponchos aren't back yet. He's wondering if they are back. Felipe threatens to kill Enrique. And yeah, he wants to know, will you come visit me in prison? Because I'm going to go kill that motherfucker. And then Mm -hmm. Panchito comes in all distraught that Papa didn't come back. Let's go. They leave Panchito behind and go looking for him and find his hat. And yelling? I said, hat found yelling. Panchito hears stray noises. Quicksand. Who's in the quicksand now? Let's see. I have Panchito being a badass. (laughs) That's what I wrote down. (laughs) Panchito being a badass. And then I wrote down, I wonder if his back hurts from carrying this whole movie. (laughs) (laughs) But they throw the hat away. They don't want Panchito to see it. Because he'll get upset. And then they just lie to him. Yeah, which is... I What the hell, man? Not, not healthy. Not okay. I, I didn't like the way any adults really treated Panchito in this movie. No. no. <laughs> like, none of them. And then I wrote down, mountain exclamation point. I think we sort of have a pan over to the mountain and a bump bump. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then it's uh, nighttime. And everybody is sleeping in hammocks. Weird. I like they're on Gilligan's Island or some shit. (laughs) This is a really rinky-dink ranch where everybody just sleeps in hammocks. Yeah. And Pachito Pachito tries to sneak out. And uh, someone is going to leave him with Don Pedro tomorrow. I guess either Jimmy or Felipe is going to leave him with Don Pedro tomorrow. No, it's... It's a yeah, but it's like a woman. It's a woman who says who says this. Oh, that like we're be, gonna that must be Maria then. Yeah, and she's like, um I think she's yeah, the she... only other woman with a name in this movie. Yeah, I, isn't this where she also tells him about his dad? Uh well that's at the festival. Yeah. Maria tries to feed Panchito. Mm-hmm. The same scene. She tries to feed Panchito, he's not happy. Uh she does say Don yeah, Don Pedro will care for him. And uh, Jimmy wants to make sure no one will bother Felipe when I go. And yeah, I also I have written down there's 20 minutes left of this movie. I'm starting to <laughs> think I don't want to see this monster. <laughs> so Jimmy says goodbye to Panchito and tries to act like nothing is wrong. Yeah, he's, he's just all like, hey, what's the matter? Aren't we friends? My father is missing. And you, who I thought was my friend, are leaving town. And of course... I'm freaking miserable. Yeah. Uh, just they're the worst. They're all the worst. So mm-hmm. she goes and talks to Sarita and she says, Sarita says, won't I ever see you again? You told him to leave town. You're worried he's going to get killed. And now you want to know if you're going to see him again. Women. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Women can't live with him. Can't replace <laughs> him with subservient robot duplicates. <laughs> So then we get the, the festival. The festival and the wedding are in the same day, but the festival does not seem to be because of the wedding. Mm-hmm. I think they've just decided to have the wedding on festival day. 
And they have yeah. these weird, weird big heads. I meant to try to look it up to find out if this was a real festival, but I forgot because this movie's not worth it. Yeah, totally not worth it. There's a weird big head festival going on, some kind of procession. <laughs> Don Enrique checks checking cons, checking cows, <laughs> checking cows. Don Enrique. <laughs> So the wedding is in like two hours, but Don Enrique goes to check on his cows and is planning a stampede. He wants his workers to stampede Jimmy's cattle mm-hmm. and he, he's going to take his own cattle to the train that has been scheduled to take Jimmy's cattle away. <laughs> why, why can he not just sell his own cattle in a normal way? Like a normal businessman. I don't understand. <laughs> What is going on with this guy? <laughs> and Jimmy's uh, something about leaving on the same train. Jimmy's leaving on the same train with the cattle. And then the two workers are like, stampede now? No, drink first. Priorities. Yeah. The more festival, there's some wedding stuff, decorating like Don Pedro's house. And mm-hmm. he goes in to check on his daughter and says, aren't you happy? Clearly, she is not. And <laughs> whatever she says should not be enough to reassure anyone she is happy. She's... Oh, not happy and not then happy. we have then we have the scene where maria tells panchito the hard truth i think maria was just oh. was just helping sarita with her wedding dress and now she goes out and tells panchito the hard truth in just a a mean abusive way yeah well, somebody, somebody's got to tell you the truth your papa's not coming back he died out in the swamp so he grabs a horse and runs away of course and Maria, oh, Maria, then she comes and finds Sarita mm-hmm. to tell her. And something, did she say something to him about Jimmy? Sarita's going to go see Jimmy. Then Maria's like, well, Panchito just got on a horse and ran away. So she's going to go deal with that shit first. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Meanwhile, cows. And then at 59 minutes and 16 seconds into this 79 oh. minute movie, we see feet. Beast. Feet. there's Uh, only 18 minutes left of the entire movie yeah and so we've seen guys in suits and we've seen stop motion and in this we get a little bit of both because we get a guy in at least the bottom part of a monster suit for close-ups of the feet walking along yeah yeah i said what the fuck dot 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 is this claymation (laughs) nope that was just a guy in in dinosaur boots Nice. Then, then we get the stop motion animation on the shot. Yeah. Uh, then I wrote stampede and munch. I wrote sped up cow prancing. <laughs> yeah. So I think that we see the dinosaur grab a cow. Sarita yes. try to steer stampede away from the village. Uh, we see Panchito avoid the stampede, and then the stampede hits town. So they not only stampede the cattle, they stampede it right into the middle of town where everybody in town is assembled for the festival. Mm-hmm. Maria tells, so this is a terrible plan of Enrique's. Maria tells Jimmy about Panchito and Sarita. Some guy tells Enrique that the stampede was a bad idea, and he tells him this right in front of Don Pedro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So of course he's the you know the mayor the the alcalde is now now know <laughs> what kind of shit he's been up to. Uh, Maria tells Pedro about everybody else and rats Sarita out to Enrique. Oh my gosh! Um, All of the drama. Panchito is in the swamp 
and the beast stalks Panchito, and he runs, and the beast won't go into the water. Mm -hmm. So Sarita checks the abandoned house, and Panchito comes running up, and they go hide in there because the beast is coming, and he circles the house and then smashes the roof. Jimmy sees them from up on top of a bluff or something, and Sarita fights the dinosaur with a stick. Jimmy shoots and yells. I'll draw him away. They get to the horse. Oh, and they see another horse. Let's catch that horse. And then the beast, this Tyrannosaurus, has a ridiculously long tongue that just kind of flops around as he as he runs around, his tongue just flops around out of the side of his mouth. (laughs) Enrique arrives and Jimmy tries to warn him away. Uh Enrique falls and he jumps in the water. Jimmy gets the Panchito and Sarita caught the other horse and give it to Jimmy. And yeah, he tells them to get back to town and he grabs Enrique. They're at the top of a hill and the two of them are on top of the Enrique and Jimmy are on top of this horse and they start to ride it down the side of this hill and the horse. Oh, fall. yeah, yeah. They all fall off. And I'm like, did, wait, was this planned or did they just yeah. misstep and actually fall? in real life there's no because it looked like they really fell yeah i couldn't well they definitely really fall i just can't tell if they did it on purpose or not right and then the big tongue flops around as the dinosaur slides down (laughs) and they try they try to shoot it they shoot at and go hide in the hollow mountain can't quite reach them and then sarita shows up with help about time but shouldn't these guys be on stampede duty But somehow she's managed to round them up to fight this dinosaur. <laughs> and the beast manages to adjust his position so that he can reach a little further in and crabs Enrique and uh, throws a doll. <laughs> Enrique, Enrique turns into a doll for the effect. And then I wrote down, shoot, shoot. Pew, 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 pew. And Felipe, come towards danger. <sighs> Jimmy. I thought Jimmy was going to rescue Enrique and they were going to, you know, Make resolve. Up. yeah, yeah. They were going to resolve their issues and he was gracefully step aside, <laughs> but no, he apparently does just get killed. And Jimmy, because <laughs> Jimmy goes out to get him and then just stuffs his body in the mountain. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't end up rescuing him. He just, I don't know, wants to save them the indignity of being eaten. And they've realized that bullets won't kill it. So Jimmy leads it to water. I don't know why it follows him. There's plenty of other prey around. Jimmy does some rope stuff. Yeah, he does some cowboy <laughs> shit to rope a branch and make a swing for himself. And then throws his knife at the dinosaur, which sticks into him. At some point, it did get hard enough to hit bad enough to start bleeding. On the yeah. And then he throws his knife at him and it sticks into him. And then he starts swinging in a way to make himself bait. Mm-hmm. So swinging out over the water hoping the dinosaur will follow him and fall into the water, which somehow works. Uh, if somehow, the yes. If the dinosaur's timing had just been a little better, he could have caught him on the upswing. Yeah. But he doesn't. And, the, and then Jimmy swings up over him as he falls into the water, which they're characterizing as quicksand. It looks just like water to me, but mm-hmm. I think it's Same. meant to be quicksand so that once the dinosaur is in there, he's just screwed. Mm-hmm. And he sinks. And so it must have been pretty deep because he sinks all the way. And he was 40 what feet? <laughs> yeah, 40, 40 feet. And the end. And <sighs> there's a fade out as everybody just kind of walks away. <laughs> and there is no real explanation 
of, of anything of why there was a dinosaur of anything there was no explanation <laughs> of anything it wasn't it wasn't an atomic dinosaur it wasn't a lost valley it was i guess it was just a hollow mountain that there's a drought and the water gets low enough it can come out why doesn't it just stay out is this dinosaur immortal or is there enough of breeding pack to maintain a, a population yeah was he frozen was no. he frozen in mexico he couldn't have been frozen well there was just literally nothing it was just yeah. like yeah usually they try to provide some kind of like uh in kong the implication is well the, these dinosaurs have been there all along but isolated right. so we were unaware of them and they were us. Mm -hmm. everybody else has been awakened by uh atomic explosion Mm -hmm. this dinosaur is just there just he's there. just there and then he's just dead and that's just it yep. and and it so took we, about how long uh an hour yeah we to get, get him there we get just under an hour of a telenovela <laughs> with a dinosaur thrown in at the end Ugh. fart so. noise <laughs> so uh not not our favorite, I would say. Yeah, I will say that uh, Panchito was my like Charlie in this movie. Oh. You know how like Charlie <laughs> Char in like Charlie, the Kong series Charlie, Charlie, was like the hero. Yeah. Yep, yep. I really like. Yeah, Panchito was my Charlie in this movie, yep. but he was the only piece of this movie <sighs> that I could stand. <laughs> Fart noise. That is all. Like that is the the uh, rating I give this movie. <laughs> Save yourself the trouble. Don't watch it. Just listen to uh, us talk about it and pretend and did, that you watched you know, it. And I, I've been meaning to. Well, you can watch the Mystery Science episode. It might yeah, be more, totally. more enjoyable that way. And maybe, maybe uh, Honeybee, you might want to watch it that way. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> that's on Netflix. Um, I had been meaning to institute a ratings system. So I guess we will start off with fart fart noise. noise rating. <laughs> This movie gets one fart noise. <laughs> we'll uh, come up with something else for watch a good movie, which hopefully yeah. will be next week. Next week it will be Rodan, also from 1956. Also, in ooh, is this a is this a Godzilla? Godzilla adjacent, <laughs> Godzilla related. It is by Toho, directed by Shiro Honda, and after he gets his introductory movie. Then we see Rodan in Godzilla movies. Nice. Including yeah. up to up to the current era. He appears in Godzilla King of Monsters from a couple years ago. And uh, a number of Rodans appear in the very most recent thing, the Godzilla Singular Point anime series. Rodan has some staying power. Yay! It, Thank yes, goodness. Back to Japan and back to Toho pictures with Rodan next well week. so i will say when i saw it came from beneath the sea i didn't believe you when you said i'd hate this movie more but uh <laughs> i have to say you were right precious so, you were right i hated I'm this sorry. movie more <laughs> so sorry so when it comes to beasts you prefer ones from Twenty Thousand fathom than to ones from hollow mountains <laughs> indeed i do yes i do okay good to know <laughs> Keep that in mind. Make a note of that for future reference. Uh, once again, we'd like to beg everybody to send us a message at uh, 
monstermoviefuntimego at gmail.com or go to our anchor page anchor.fm slash mmftg and leave us a voicemail if you leave us a voicemail we might use it in the show yeah it can be internet famous <laughs> so thank you for joining us uh we may have a halloween in october project coming up a bit of a side thing but here on this same channel i will give more information about that let's say next week oh yeah sound like a, a plan sounds like a plan be on the lookout for halloween shit baby <laughs> And as always, we won't see you, but you will hear us next time on Monster Movie Fun Time Go. Monster Movie Fun Time Go! You've been listening to Monster Movie Fun Time Go. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review us on your podcasting platform of choice. Our theme song is by the Texacato Folk Rock Punk featuring Lita Lopez. You can support the show, find links to our social media, and even leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash mnftg.